everyone. Welcome to this month's episode of Truly Twinning. We have a very special guest today and I will let Kat introduce her, but we're excited for her to share a little bit more about her business and her process for all the entrepreneurs who are listening. Yeah, so we connected with Kristen through another member of the Entrepreneurista League, which is a community of female entrepreneurs really across the whole country. So we were really excited to connect with Kristen. And Kristen, I will let you take it away and introduce yourself and share a little about your business. Thank you so much. Yeah. So my business journey has been a journey. And I think that's something that every entrepreneur can relate to. Sometimes we move into our business thinking that we're going in one direction and we can end up in a completely different space in a completely different niche in a completely different industry even. And that's very much been true for me. So I started my business originally coming from this lens of online marketing strategy, very like corporate. I came from a media background and all I knew when I started my business was that I wanted to work for myself and I wanted to be able to make more money than I could in my corporate media career. So I was very money-driven in the beginning, if we're being honest. (laughs) Um, But over time, I started to to notice a couple things. And this has really shaped what I do now. I noticed that I would hire mentors and I would use certain strategies in my business. But at a certain point, strategy would only get me so far. And it was truly the mindset and the energy behind the actions I was doing that was truly determining the results I was getting. So I could, for example, have the best launch strategy and the best business coach ever. And I could run the launch flawlessly, perfectly by the book. But if my energy and my heart and my soul weren't truly in the offer, then no one would buy. And that was really frustrating as an overachieving straight A student perfectionist like myself. That's the background I came from. That sounds like because of course, yeah, because of course we we got through life a certain way if if you land with some of these descriptors. And then when it when that way stops working, it's disorienting. It's like, what what do you do at that point? And so very much outside of my comfort zone, I started entering the spiritual awakening, healing, manifestation, and mindset space. And that's what I do now. So what I've really kind of like centered in on as my current focus in my business is helping entrepreneurs and really anyone find their unique blueprint to success, which is unique to them because we all have different life experiences. We all have different trauma and different things we've been through. And when we can learn how to navigate all of that, understand ourselves and understand what we truly want, and then apply the principles of manifestation along with that, the results we get are exponential. That's great. I think that's so cool. And I, I resonate with what you said about being a perfectionist, because that was me growing up. And so it's definitely now that I too, am an entrepreneur and had a big corporate job for 10 years before, um, it's definitely, it's a different mindset because you want, you really need to feel the love for what you're doing in order for that to, you know, kind of 
cast out to other people. And when you work a corporate job, not saying you don't need to love it, but there's a different motivation behind that if it's not your own business, for sure. Totally. And I think when it's, because I worked for a big hotel company for many years, when there's a brand that you're employed under and people have brand recognition with whatever you're selling or representing, it's an entirely different sales process or buying process versus a small business owner or an entrepreneur because their brand may not be publicly known or people don't recognize it. And so it has to be really genuine and authentic to who you are. I think that's, that's the key. Absolutely. Yeah. The, the genuine and authenticity piece is so important. And I think what's really interesting about my own business journey is because of the, some of the traumatic experiences I went through, I was in an abusive relationship in college and had a lot of trauma that came through that, but we all have trauma. We just went through a pandemic. So my story might sound extreme, but the truth is we all have experiences that were traumatic for us at one point in time or another. But for me, what was interesting about the authenticity piece is I didn't even have access to that within myself for so long because I was so disconnected from myself and from my heart and from who I was. I actually closed off entire sections of my being from myself because of the pain I had gone through. And so, you know, I mentioned before, we all have a unique success blueprint. The flip side of that is we also have a unique self-sabotage blueprint. And for me, it was always doing something that I thought I should be doing because I was too afraid to actually go inward and face my demons and and all the parts of me that had been through so much hurt and find out what I truly wanted. But when I started doing that, of course, things shifted. Yeah. And I think, you know, thank you for sharing that, by the way, because I'm sure you reflect on that a lot with the business that you're in today as well with Ultimately, if you want to be a successful business person that I'd say, especially for entrepreneurs that have to create their own structure and like their own day to day, because there isn't a company already doing that for you, having a routine and keeping yourself healthy and motivated and having those rituals and routines is what's going to help you be successful on the professional side. So it's almost finding a way to first take care of yourself, because if you don't take care of yourself, there's no way you can then, you know, take care of your business. Yeah. Yeah. I call it like serving from an overflowing cup versus one that's half empty. Right. And I think, especially as women were conditioned, at least my experience was I was conditioned to believe that I eat last, right? Like serve everyone else before yourself make sure everyone's okay, make sure everything's good, fix all the problems, and then you can fix your own problems. And this is, you know, just kind of the culture of my family, the women in my family for so long. So I had to repattern a lot of that. And I had to actually recognize that the whole universe, the whole world, my company, my business, the people I serve will all get so much more from me if I take care of me first. But for some of us, it does take a lot of shifting and, and compassion and self-love and repatterning to even get there. Cause you can understand the concept of, okay, serve from overflow, but then your body's like, but I don't feel safe doing that. Like I literally don't feel safe 
taking a bath when I know I really just want to relax and chill. I feel like I have to keep going. And part of that is the unconscious, the trauma and this, the subconscious trauma that's coming through, that's causing us to feel like we're not safe if we don't keep going. Right. And that's been a big part of my journey too. I think what's interesting too, is like, it's kind of the same advice that people give. If you, you're in like a negative relationship or you're single and you're looking for a relationship, it's so true. You'll find the right person when you first take care of yourself and you prioritize mm -hmm. yourself. And it's the same in business. And, you know, I follow um, Bethany Frankel is one of like the entrepreneurs. I love hearing her tidbits and like words of wisdom because I think she's so blunt and she's a great example of being authentic to who you are because she is unforgiving about being herself and she doesn't care what anyone thinks, but that's what's really been her rise to fame. But she wrote a book about um, how business is personal. And I think this is kind of segueing into that in some respect, because it is personal. If you're not taking care of yourself and dealing with anything that's going on with you personally, it's just hard to get up every day and feel motivated to do your job at the highest level. Yeah. And, and at the same time, trauma can get you really far. I know a lot of seven figure business owners who are deeply entrenched in their trauma. Mm. So I, I think it's, it's, it's recognizing the both and right. So for some of us, we, we recognize the self-care has to come first and that becomes our pathway to success. That's been my story for others the lack of self-care was because they were, they were caught in a pattern of avoiding themselves and avoiding yeah. their trauma and business became their coping mechanism. Right. And, and climbing that entrepreneurial ladder, that even that corporate ladder became the way that they soothe themselves or they found purpose or they found meaning. And then what's interesting is, you know, like I said, I know a lot of seven figure entrepreneurs with a lot of trauma. When you get there, then you, you realize you have the money you have the business, you have the, all the things that you thought were going to make you feel better, but you still don't feel better. Mm. Right. And, you know, really my mission with the work I do is, is helping people realize that success is great. And we can get there in a way that is more easeful. We don't have to kill ourselves and sacrifice ourselves to become successful. We can find that balance, although balance is kind of a triggering word these days, <laughs> but we can find that path laid out for us that makes things easier, faster, and more fun. And we can still have and experience all the things we want to experience, but we also get to feel good. And I think that's something that we, we kind of like couple up with success and money in business is we think that the, all of that will make us feel good. But if we don't do the work to feel good on our own, then we're always placing our worth and our joy and our happiness in the hands of something outside of us. And that is never sustainable. Right. Well, we're just in such a hustle culture, which I don't think is necessarily bad. Like I think everyone should work hard, but I, you can't only hustle all the time. There has to be a balance for lack of a better word with other things that you, um, enjoy. And I think people put so much behind, oh, I have to work, 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 or I won't be happy, or I won't reach that goal. And that's not the only thing that will get you to that goal is working a 12 hour day or whatever it is. And I would, and I would even encourage or invite the listener to think about 
how much more powerful your actions could be if you actually had the spaciousness to let your creativity flow. Because for me, when I was in my business and I was truly in like fight or flight, like true hustle, like burnout hustle, Mm -hmm. which not all of us are in. But when I was in that state, there was no creativity. And I felt like I was fighting for my life and I was in such a state of survival. And then when I finally was able to start bringing in more of the self-love and the self-care and the trauma healing, it was like the creativity never stopped flowing. I had so many ideas and I was so much more in tune with what the purpose of my business and my legacy is. And something I think we don't often talk about is you were driven to your business, not just for you and not just for your goals, but also for the the collective, right? Like we, we create businesses to help people. And I have the belief that the business that you are feeling most called to and that your soul and your heart are calling you to are there because other people need you and other people need your magic. And so if we stay stuck in the hustle mentality so much that we don't leave room for that spaciousness, then we miss out on the divine downloads or the creative insights that guide us to our most successful business, which is the one that people want from us and that we truly want as well. But sometimes we're disconnected from that when we're in that fight or flight mm-hmm. hustle mentality. But when yeah. we do get to that place of connection, our actions are so much more powerful. Right. Yeah. Cause you forget when you're working like day, day in and day out, you can't reflect on just what the overall mission is. And most of the time, mm-hmm. never that complicated. We can complicate it with like the negative thoughts and the exhaustion. I know I'm, you know, yeah. I'm guilty of that. Just being so, so busy where you need to like remove yourself and be like, okay, wait, what I'm trying to do like isn't rocket science. This is all I want to achieve is for what we do is helping people earn passive income through travel. So just always taking a step back when you feel overwhelmed and overstressed, I think is for me has helped me a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And there's so much space to receive when we actually take our hands off the business. And this is kind of getting into the manifestation part of it, the the energetics part of it. It's kind of like baking a cake. If you keep checking the oven, (laughs) then you kind of ruin the chemistry of the baking process. But if you let the cake rise or I'm not a baker, but if you let the cake do what the cake needs to do in the oven and you don't like stay laser focused on it and you go maybe pet your dog and relax on the couch and have a moment of peace to enjoy your day, then the timer goes off, the cake is ready and that delicious treat is there for you to receive. And we don't have to micromanage everything in our business. And I think something like a big shift that happened for me that helped me get out of hustle mentality was realizing that I'm not here to support my business. I'm not here to babysit it. My business is here to support me. My business is here to serve me. And I have my role, but my role is not to hold everything together. And I think as entrepreneurs, sometimes we can get into that state where we feel like we have to hold everything together, but truly our role 
is to let ourselves be supported by our business so that we can come through with the creative ideas and the leadership that we need to come through with. Yeah. And when we're able to really let our business hold us in that, we actually create more successful businesses. Yeah. No, that's so true. And I mean, that's even making me think differently about my day to day. I think also that line of thinking really supports like outsourcing, like mm. allowing someone to do a task for you and having the confidence that they'll do it versus you just inundating yourself with all of the work and then feeling exhausted and not having any time to like be the creative thinker and the leader of whatever business you're operating. I would even take it. I agree with you. Outsourcing is definitely a huge component, but from an energetics perspective, I would even take it one step further and see if you can feel into like from your body somatically, you can kind of like drop in for a minute with me. Okay. Take a deep breath. Sam, are you into this? Okay. I like that <laughs> a lot. You if, you're, if you're driving or operating machinery, don't do this with us. But if you're listening and you're able to take a couple of deep breaths, let's take three deep breaths together. Okay. And already you might notice a little more calm coming into your body. Yeah. And what I want you to notice now, maybe closing your eyes if you're able to, what it feels like to hold your business together, to be the one that has to hold everything together, has to make sure everything's happening. And even noticing team, if you, if you do outsource, noticing that you still kind of have to hold them together too, and noticing how all of that feels. And noticing how there's all this content you got to put out onto the internet and there's all this pressure and there's all these goals you want to achieve. And you kind of just feel that stress level rise, right? Yeah. And now I want you to notice again, feeling into your body, what it feels like. If you let all of that outside of you hold and support and cater to you. And even the things that you can't see and you don't pay for. Like that post you posted a year ago that someone finds randomly on the internet and then they reach out to you to pay you. Or that opportunity that's going to fall into your lap when you least expect it, when you're eating lunch or taking a nap. Or that client that's going to refer you to three other people. And then out of nowhere, just outside of your awareness, these three other people are deciding right now that they're going to hire you. Or that podcast that you recorded with a guest or that you were a guest on. Where someone heard something in your story that connected them to you and made them know that they wanted to be in your world. 
And just recognize all of the things that you've already done and all the things that you don't even know are being done on your behalf, right? Like what's being done for you that you don't even know about? And see if you can kind of relax into that support, that sensation of not needing to hold it all together. but of letting the outside hold you. Of letting your body of work on the internet hold you. Of letting your team, if you outsource, hold and support you. And even letting money Hold and support you. And for some of us, and we'll kind of drop out of it, for some of us, we may feel immediate relaxation or there may be resistance. And that's all okay. It's something to explore. It's something to play with. And to see how you can just start to let in a little bit of support. And from a more practical standpoint, we can ask ourselves in business, what can I do today to make myself feel more supported? Or how can I let in more support? How can I leave room for the unknown to serve me? How can I make this more fun, trusting it'll work out? Where can I let in more spaciousness? And how can I hold myself in this deep knowing that even though it seems like I'm all alone in this or that it's a small team that's working in this business, there's actually so much more that is holding me in this mission. Some things I can see and some things I'll never be able to see. I'm curious what you guys noticed. Sam's sleeping now. She's so relaxed. (laughs) Did you notice the somatic shift of like, oh, I don't have to do this all alone. Yes. I was relaxed. Like I... I didn't have a ton of resistance. I feel like in the beginning it was that way, like a little bit of like, can I really relax just because my mind is always going, Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was really cool. That I was really relaxed too, maybe to Sam's disbelief, but like (laughs) I'll immediately relax when I'm like being told to. It's just me telling myself to do that versus us being on a podcast episode, (laughs) us doing a mini session. I just have to remind myself to do that like every day. Like, is that what you tell your clients like to do that? I don't know. Is there like a routine that we can take away where you say, you know, you wake up and do something like that. Then in the middle of the day and then before bed or like, what's your, what's a schedule for someone that doesn't usually do this? Yeah. So the big thing with this is exiting 
and I, I come from a trauma-informed background, so you may not identify with the word trauma, but this is really what we're experiencing when we're in that heightened state. Yeah. But the main thing is exiting the trauma loop and the trauma loop can just look like working endlessly, like busyness, right? Like that could be a trauma loop. It doesn't have to be like emotionally, hysterically crying, right? Right. So when you notice that you're in the trauma loop or you're in the endless hustle or the endless busyness and the stress levels are rising, if you have even just a little bit of awareness, pattern interruption. So take a walk, take three deep breaths like we did. Listen to a guided meditation. Go outside. As entrepreneurs, especially in pandemic times, we like stay stuck in our like space all day long. (laughs) And that that actually causes our energy to contract from like a visceral level. So even just going for a walk outside, if you're able to, can do so much to uplift your mood and also to open up that spaciousness where you can actually tune in and see, actually, I'm hungry. I would like to eat some lunch, right? Like back in the beginning of my business, I was so in my busyness trauma loop that I forgot to eat like almost every day. Yeah. And now I eat all the time. I'm like, oh, I'm hungry. Let me eat. (laughs) And it's like good food, right? And I, I actually give myself the pleasure of lunchtime instead of right. trying to eat and like post something on Instagram and yeah. answer six emails. Right. So we have to, we have to, in the beginning, do the pattern and interruption because it is so deeply unconscious and it's actually patterned in the body. So if we can move the body in a different way or move the breath in a different way, we can very quickly interrupt that pattern and then come back to awareness. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is really cool. Really helpful. Yeah. And we kind of like went in a different direction. I know we're going to talk about manifestation. We kind of shifted more into like the, the feeling of being supported and coming back to that state of relaxation. I'm also happy to guide your, your listeners through the manifestation meditation, if you'd like. Yeah. Let's do that too. Yeah. Okay. So this actually, the way this unfolded was perfectly divine as it always is. So if you're in that really heightened busyness state, right? I called it a trauma loop, but you could just call it busyness or compulsive working, right? Workaholics. Mm -hmm. When you're in that state, it's a lot harder. It's actually a lot harder to meet your goals, believe it or not, because there's so much attachment to them that if you can think of like, even like a child that's like overly attached to mom and is like wrapped around her leg and mom's trying to walk through the grocery store and buy the groceries, like it's 10 times harder for mom to buy the groceries and to get the task done when the child is like climbing all over her leg. Right. Right. So we all have inner children inside of us. We all have parts of our psyche, parts of our psychology that are sometimes in a childlike state. And it's not bad or wrong. It just is. And so if you're in that heightened busyness, workaholic state, that's a key, like, Ooh, I need the pattern interruption. I need to come back to adult self, right? Like I'm in this state because I'm in a fight or flight, or I'm in a childhood consciousness and I don't feel safe or I don't feel loved for some reason. And that's why I'm compulsively doing this task. So step away, go for a walk, take some deep breaths, get back to calm get back to relaxation. And then from that state, 
I recommend listening to this meditation, <laughs> but don't listen to it when you're in that heightened state. Cause it's going to be a lot harder to access what you need to right. access. Yeah. Um, so with this meditation, just some context, I'm going to be guiding you to a future outcome that you want to manifest or a goal you want to achieve. If you're not familiar with manifestation, it's, it's how we bring things into our reality. So you can also call it achieving a goal. So think of a goal, let's say it's July 25th at the time we're recording this. So let's say, think of a goal for the end of the year. And in the context of business, a goal you want to achieve in business. So I'll give you two both a moment to think about what a goal might be. Maybe it's a money goal. Maybe it's a platform growth goal. Maybe it's both. Maybe it's something different, like an event you want to speak at that you want to get invited to, or a particular client you want to work with. And just think of whatever that goal is. And if you're here with me as a listener, you can also start to write down, if you're able to, what you will see, hear, and feel when this goal is achieved. So feel free to hit pause if you need more time to do that. But even just now, like, Catherine, what do you think you will see when you achieve this goal? I think like a sense of relief. Mm, so you'll feel and, a sense of relief. Yeah. 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 It'll, it'll feel like relief and something's like opening up. So relief and openness and yeah. what is like, like, what is the thing that you will see when it's done? Like when, when the goal is here, it's done the exact moment it's done. How will you know it's done? I guess my goal is specific. So I'll know, I don't know if I'm allowed to say what it is, if that ruins the man, the manifesting, but when I get to a certain number, that's what I would like. I would like to hit a certain number. So I'll, that will be in front of me when it's been achieved. And I think what I'll see is really back to what we were talking about before, like opportunity with being creative and like taking Mm -hmm. everything to the next level, because sometimes you have to get, take those steps and then you can think creative and at a higher level. So totally. So I'm I'm gathering, is this a money goal or like a podcast download goal? What's the- Money goal. Okay. So you're going to see the money and you're going to see the number. You don't have to tell me the amount, but where are you looking to see the number? Your bank account, your Stripe account, gross, gross sales. Yeah. Gross sales. And is that, is that in Stripe? Is that on an Excel sheet? I'm getting very specific for a reason here. (laughs) It's what? QuickBooks. QuickBooks. Okay. So you're on QuickBooks and if you're listening to this, this is how specific we want to get. You're on QuickBooks. You see the number that you want to see for gross sales. So in your mind's eye now, Catherine, I want you to kind of close your eyes and drop in with me. And I want you to picture that QuickBooks webpage, or maybe it's the app on your phone, which is it actually, I'm curious. Uh, Desktop version. Desktop version. Okay. So notice the desktop version and where are you looking at this desktop version? my computer, your computer. And is your computer in your office or in your home or home apartment? 
apartment. Okay. So now that you're kind of dropped in, I'm going to guide you through the meditation. Okay. Okay. And listener, listeners, you can do this as long as you're not driving or operating machinery, but make sure you do the pre-work of deciding what you will see, hear, and feel when the goal is done and get specific, just like we did with Catherine. So Catherine, I want you to take a couple of deep breaths. And wherever you are, seeing that scene that you'll see when this goal is done in your mind's eye now, I want you to notice what are you wearing in this scene? Where are you located? What time of day or time of year is it? And what is that number that you see or that goal that you see that lets you know it's done? See that in your mind's eye now. And as you make this picture in your mind's eye even more clear, noticing the details, maybe if you're at your desk, what beverage is sitting next to you or is your phone there or is there someone else in the room with you? Just noticing all the details of this experience when the goal is here and it's done. And now I'm gonna have you make some changes to this picture to make it seem even more real and even more desirable. So you think you can think of me handing you a magic wand or a quantum dial. And with this tool, you get to make changes to the picture in your mind's eye to make it even more real and even more desirable. So if you'd like to make the colors brighter, go ahead and make that adjustment. Or if you'd rather make the colors dimmer, make that adjustment now. If it would seem more real, if the picture was bigger in your mind's eyes, blow it up. Or if it would seem more real, if it was smaller, go ahead and make that picture smaller. If it would seem more real, if it was playing like a movie, see that movement starting to happen in the picture. Or if it would seem more real, if it was still like a photograph, go ahead and snap that photo. If it would seem more real, if it was framed like a picture, then go ahead and frame it just like a TV screen or a picture. Or if it would seem more real, if it was like a 3D panoramic experience, go ahead and make that adjustment to the picture in your mind's eye. And whatever feelings you'll feel, I know Catherine said relief, but whatever feelings you will feel in that moment, feel those feelings in your body now. And see if you can make the feelings bigger. You can kind of use the breath to guide the feeling. And so you're feeling the feelings of what you will feel when this is done. 
and see if you can make those feelings so big that they actually expand beyond your body and fill up the room. So the relief Catherine's feeling is now expanding beyond her body and it's filling up the space all around her. So her whole room is filled with this feeling of relief. And then from there, maybe she brings it up a notch. Imagining what else she will feel when this goal is here, the celebration, the excitement. And what she'll say to her business partner, her podcast partner, what she'll say to her family when this is done. Playing out this whole world where this goal is done in her mind's eye. And feeling those feelings of relief and any other feelings, joy, excitement, celebration, build and build and build and build and build. And when you're at the height of those feelings, I want you to notice what's just gone now. What is no longer a problem, an issue, something you have to worry about? What is just gone now? And what is here instead? And focusing on the feelings of what's here when this goal is done. And if these were the new roles, the new rules that you were to live by, letting go of anything that's not in this reality and opening up to all the things that are in this reality. What changes now today? What do you no longer say to yourself? What actions no longer seem necessary? And what is your next most aligned step forward? And just gathering that information and knowing too, you can always journal on it after the meditation. And when you're ready, go ahead and take it nice and slow and make your way on back. Wow. <laughs> I'm curious what you noticed, Catherine, since we made it specific to you. I mean, but I think I, what I noticed the most was it, it was very like deep because mm -hmm. it, it felt really long. And so I probably never thought for that long about that one goal. 
you know, like it's always floating around me. Right. But I've never thought about that one thing for several minutes. I don't know how long it was mm. exactly, but you know what I mean? And it's always, I'm thinking of that with like a hundred other things. So I've never only thought about that one thing. And what was that experience like? Just thinking about that one thing. It felt really nice. It felt really quiet. Hmm. Like my head was resting. <laughs> and what was missing in that reality? What no longer was there? I think noise, like cluster, if that makes sense. Yeah. And like all the clutter that goes on. Yeah. Kind of like those like dumpster fires in our business that we create yeah. <laughs> that right. maybe we don't need to worry about right for, for this particular goal. Right. Right. And what was, what was present that is not typically present in your day-to-day? Calm, like no, uh, stress. Yeah. Or like, so, uh, like exhaustion. Yeah. So here's the context and how all of this ties together in your day to day, that calm that you felt and that lack of noise is the energy that you manifest this goal from. So how do you cultivate that calm and eliminate that noise? And take action from that energy, knowing that this goal will happen no matter what. I probably implementing these very healthy practices. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like doing all the tips that you've said, I would imagine, I mean, just really thinking about what the goal is and giving yourself time to like reflect on it. Yeah. And noticing how you feel in your day-to-day and where you're creating, I call them the problems that only exist in our mind, right? Right. So this is like, oh, I didn't post on Instagram today. My whole business is going to fall apart. What will people think of me, right? Like (laughs) kind of like these spirals we get into where, oh, my last podcast didn't get however many downloads I was shooting for. This whole business is falling apart. Everything's going to crash and burn, right? We all have these stories that we tell ourselves as entrepreneurs, and so how can you start to witness them and come back to, for, for Catherine to that calm, witness them and say, I see you, I love you, but we're not going there today. We're going to be calm and we're going to take action from calm because when you take action from calm, you're actually reducing the amount of work required to achieve that goal. Yeah. This is how we work less, make more is when we get to the state that we think we will feel when the goal is here and the meditation I guided you through utilized a lot of NLP and subconscious tricks to make it seem really real. So you could actually feel into it and it is real. <laughs> so get into the state of what you think you will feel when it's real, when it's here, take action from that state. Now you are being the person that receives that with ease, which means you will receive it with ease. Right. But if we buy into the problems that we create in our own minds, the dumpster fires, the stories, then we create more work because we think we have to build up to the goal. 
But what I'm encouraging you to play with and to feel into is what if you didn't have to build up to the goal? What if you were already ready for the goal and there's just the delay of time? And if you could hold yourself in this state of calm day in and day out and take action from that calm, the goal will come so much faster and so much easier than you can even imagine now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I've experienced this in, in my real life. Right. No, totally. Cause you're 10 times more productive when, cause ultimately what you're training people to do is just have a positive mindset. And when you don't let like the negativity, stress, everything else take away from just what you simply just, you know, you have to do is when you get so much more done. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the nuances, I, I think I would say positive mindset. Yes. But also unconditionally loving and non-judgmental mindset, because sometimes positive mindset can turn into if, if there's like the thought spiral, then we can like beat ourselves up more for having the thought spiral because now we're not thinking in a positive mindset. Right. So it's, it's walking this really fine line of witnessing the bad, the quote unquote bad, and then coming back to center, coming back to presence and knowing that the bad is not truth. Right. That's, that's to me more the mindset. I think positive mindset in some ways I've seen it presented it, it can actually lead us to even more stress because then we're like, Oh, I had a bad thought. Now I'm going to manifest something bad, but that's not actually how it works. It's being able to hold yourself in the good, the bad, the ugly, all of it, and know that you're still provided for. Yep. Which for some of us is kind of a mind F, but (laughs) that's where, that's where the healing comes in. Thank you for that. That was so helpful. Uh, so Kristen, do you want to share with us as we wrap up here, anything that's coming soon with your business or any recent offerings you have that you would like to share with everyone? Totally. So first free offer. So the meditation we just did, I actually am creating a free download and journal prompt companion. Uh, so if you go to future self meditation.com, future self S-E-L-F meditation.com enter your email. I'll send you the meditation and some journal prompts for free. And then the, the paid offering that's coming out is a manifestation course, but it's very unique to the industry. I think because we're, we're taking a trauma informed lens and we're really focusing on kind of what I said at the beginning, like we each have a different roadmap to success that's unique to us based on our life experiences and the traumas we've experienced and the things that we've been through. And so with all of my trauma-informed training and my personal embodiment work and my spiritual healing, I've come to this place of knowing that there can't be a one-size-fits-all to business, success, or even to manifestation. And so in this manifestation program, I'll be guiding you through healing some of the parts of you that may be resistant to receiving with ease through the process of manifestation that may be stuck in the trauma loop of the endless busyness or whatever your particular situation is so that you can get to this place of feeling good and safe and, and worthy of 
setting the goal and achieving it from a place of relaxation instead of from a place of franticness. So we're, we're bringing together a lot of different modalities, uh, subconscious, somatic, um, and energetic modalities to make it the most comprehensive manifestation course that I think will exist in the industry, at least at the time we're recording this. So that's coming out. Um, if you go to the futureselfmeditation.com website, you'll be sent some emails about how to get signed up for that program as well. Okay. Awesome. That's congratulations too, on your business and everything that you've accomplished. I think what you're doing is a huge value to anyone, but really to entrepreneurs. So thank you for sharing this with us. Of course. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. Our pleasure. Bye. Bye. Bye.